from Bobble House. This is Obsessed. I'm Elaine. And I'm Jana, and we are your hosts of this podcast. In each episode, we'll talk about pop culture, being in our 20s, and things we're obsessed with. Welcome to our fashion episode. A very special guest here today who is well-versed in all things fashion, Anna Reyes, the store manager of Bobble House's flagship store and also the resident TikTok girly. Thank you guys so much for having me. So exciting. Thank you so much for being here, Anna. And we recently met online um, and I was scrolling through your Instagram and I couldn't help but crush on you. You have immaculate style. Stop it. You're flattering. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Um, And both of you are such fashion girlies and have such a distinct sense of style, even though I haven't met either of you in person, just from your Instagram, it's you guys are popping. So a really important starting question would be, how would you describe your own sense of style? Yeah, my style is definitely fluid. And I think it's just a big blend of aesthetics depending Mm. on the day. Um, Mm. But I definitely like to, I think, showcase my like fiercest, like most confident self on my Mm. Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's also the like combination that I'm most comfortable with these days. Mm -hmm. Um, I just feel like my style has grown into like that combination of like a cool, like it girl, like baddie Mm. aesthetic, Mm. kind of like that keeps up with the trends. But at the same time, like really traditionally like skater or street styles, which like are two like opposite ends of a spectrum. Um, But I guess I still have like I've always had a preference from like that, like baggier, cozier, like more effortless look. So it's like Mm -hmm. kind of like an IMGM meets champion. Like, yeah, I think that would be like my collab. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's bound to happen eventually. I used to really want to be a skater girl. I remember in fifth grade, there was a new girl who transferred to my school. Her name is Courtney. And she was like really cool and dressed really skater. Like she wore like Etnies. You remember Etnies? What is Etnies? It's like a like a chunky skater shoe yes. that has like the big tongue. Yeah. And I was like, oh. that is so cool. I wish I could do that. I was a tomboy at the time, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like not a tomboy, but I was very inspired by tomboys. I think that's what it was. And so yeah. I was like kind of trying to be that for a bit. And then I was wearing like basketball shorts for a bit. And thinking about it now, like my t- I was like so tiny and so lanky, my tiny little lanky ass in these like shiny basketball shorts from Target. <laughs> I love the skateboarder aesthetic. I st- when I was 15, I had like a penny board, you know, the cruiser. Yes, I still have one yeah, of those. I still have somewhere. Mine, my pink one. Love. Oh my god, <laughs> I had a blue one. <laughs> I had a blue one too. And it was pink wheels, blue board. Cute. Wait, we all relate on that. But oh my I god, just I love it. When I look back on that time, girls. Mm-hmm. when I was 18, I was like, ew, why did I do that? But mm-hmm. then now I look back on it, I'm like, wow, she was so cool. Like yeah. she wore vans and everything. Yeah, she wasn't was- afraid to try new things. Exactly. I think that's what's really important during that phase of my life. I, I think I had like 30 different personalities. Yes. And mm-hmm. just 30 different wardrobes to match those yes. personalities. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like there's definitely different sides to my style. I feel like the two main ones is like kind of oversized menswear inspired half. Like I love an oversized blazer. I love like a high-waisted trouser. I just found this vintage leather biker jacket in Joshua Tree that is truly everything to me right now. <laughs> you thrifted in Joshua Tree? I did. There's really good vintage oh. in Joshua Tree actually. I highly recommend it. Um, but then the other side is like kind of trendier, more feminine, which is a yeah. lot of like very tiny tops, more pastels, mm-hmm. lots of silk. And mm-hmm. then also one thing I always believe in is I follow the formula of tiny tiny top big pants. And yep. then 
And also I'm a serial outfit repeater. If I like an outfit, you will see it 10 more times. And if I really like something, I will get it in several colors. Yep. Did this answer the question at all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's also dressing for your body type, right? Yeah, so definitely. As a petite girl, when I want to accentuate my waist or just make mm-hmm. myself look taller, it's the tiny top and like really high-waisted pants as well. Yeah. Just yes, so that yes. people know that I have a body, like I'm not mm. just a square. I'm not just a block, <laughs> but yeah. Just a square. <laughs> I kind of sold up today. I definitely did the tiny top. I followed the you tiny top. You did. I love it. <laughs> I've got my carpenter jeans on. Yes. It's like a cozy day. It's rainy. Like it's oh my gosh. gray out in New York. So it's like, it's time to just. It's gray back. in San Francisco too. <laughs> yeah. It's the March blues. Yes. So what about you, Elaine? How about your style? I would have to say, well, today, this morning, I thought I was like, I'm going to wear something cute. I'm going to pull out my Dion Lee top that I saved so much money to buy. Ooh, fancy. But then <laughs> it was just not comfy. It was not it. There were like mm. 10 different straps I had to navigate. Um, so I just landed on wearing a chunky sweater. Mm. And that I think honestly really captures my style because it stems from my mom from the 70s to 80s. I have well, I think 70% of my closet is full of her clothes. So wow. I never have to buy my own clothes, really. So it's a blessing. Mm. But I feel like my sense of style has changed so much because of my environment. Mm. So I used to live in Hong Kong. So it was tank tops and shorts all day because it was so hot where I lived. But now I live in Canada and it's literally polar opposite. So I'm dressing like a polar bear. I never wear tank tops anymore. No shorts. Mm. Do you feel that way? Like, do you feel like your environment shapes how you create your style or dress? Personally, I live in San Francisco and I do not know why I chose to live in such a cloudy place because (laughs) I'm like meant to dress for summer. If I could wear like dresses and like skirts all the time, that's what I would do. I don't know why I did this to myself. (laughs) I think, I mean, so I'm from Brooklyn and I'm currently mm. like back in New York City now. And like, mm-hmm. I'm like forever grateful that we get all four seasons because I think oh. I really get to like play with my style in that That's way. That's amazing. Yeah. But then like, you're always asked these questions of like, mm-hmm. oh, like when, like what season is best for dressing in New York? Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of like, I feel like my style only gets to shine like half of the year. And mm-hmm. the other year I'm just like dressing in a puffer and big yeah. exactly. because like, so which seasons? Oh, spring and fall. Yes, definitely okay. the spring and fall. Definitely Love the spring it. and fall. And like, at least it gets to shine here, though. Like, I went to college yeah. in New Hampshire, you know, oh. and so it was very like, it very much like Vermont core. And like, um, what is Vermont core? <laughs> I have the same question. It's like cabin. It's just like you know, oh. beanies and Patagonia like half zips. Yep. Mm. Oh yeah, the Patagonia okay. half zip. Mm-hmm. Got it. Mm-hmm. North Face. The North Face puffer. Oh, a hundred percent. And then you have Got you it. had the gooses walking around, of course. Mm. But it's like dressing <laughs> for the cold or yeah. like a hike. And neither of which I get along with. So I'm not really sure how to go about that. Yeah, that's like, it's like that in Canada. So it's fully just roots and Ugg boots all day, roots. every day. And a lot of Aritzia. Aritzia everywhere. Oh. Like there's an Aritzia on every corner. Every Dang. girl has those leather, leather pants. Just... I have those. I know the ones. <laughs> I know the ones. It's like Wilfred Molina or something like yes, that. Yes, that yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I can't. Okay, so growing up in Hong Kong, mm. the style is definitely more conservative than what I see in Canada or North America. Mm. I notice that people 
in Hong Kong tend to stare a lot if you wear something more scandalous, if you mm. show more skin. Mm -hmm. But in North America, people are less likely to ogle at you just to stare at you. They kind of glance mm. and then look away. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of my teenage years, I would try to hide my body and wear like a lot of baggier clothes because I didn't want to be seen or stared at. I just didn't want to be noticed because yeah. I felt really awkward in my body too. Yeah. Which is like a lanky little skeleton walking around. Like me in my basketball shorts. Yeah, exactly. I <laughs> yeah. wore a lot of basketball shorts too. I mean, me in my baggy pants. I think that was me in like my entire tomboy phase because like Aww. I'm also thinking back and it's like, I was a hundred percent like a chubbier kid. Aww. Like I was also a brown girl, you know, like being yeah. Hispanic, like yeah. going into like my private school, for instance. Like I was like, yeah. I've never worn a pencil skirt in my life. Yeah, like, yeah it adds another layer. Do yeah. This. yeah. So I think it's also like there is that barrier, right? Of like dressing mm -hmm. almost for your body type. And mm -hmm. like, I think when I got like older and kind of grew into myself more, like, yeah. you know, I got to you sort of like I don't know throw that to the background and you're like well I want to feel like the main character today right Absolutely, or like yeah. I also think you get that like opportunity more so in definitely in cities and like cities mm, like New York right I agree with and that like, sort yeah. of like urban areas so I 100% agree because I've seen that here more like I, I feel a little more confident throwing on whatever and walking exactly street, like not caring yeah. what people like think think because mm -hmm. so, no one will think everyone's doing it, it. yeah so exactly, exactly. Their business. yes that too <laughs> exactly <laughs> I just, I also, my weight and size constantly fluctuates, especially mm. when I was a teenager. Mm. So it was just easier to buy and wear baggier clothes that yeah. fit throughout these transitions. Yeah. And yeah, I just felt awkward. I think I felt awkward. I still feel awkward now sometimes mm -hmm. if I buy something that I think looks good on the model and I order mm -hmm. it and I'm like, why does this not fit good on me? Yeah. Why? What is going on? But it's, you know, when you're online shopping and you're like, looking at the description of whatever the thing is and it's like the models were in the size xxs and she's 510 <laughs> <laughs> like how does that work yeah it's like five does not compute X yeah <laughs> yeah exactly how tall are you anna i'm five four so i'm me too like, matchy matchy <laughs> and i think also like being like a on like curvier but not yet yeah. like also having that like proportionate like hourglass yeah. figure yeah it's also like I guess being that medium size but then also being yeah. short was always hellish when yeah. it came to buying clothing yeah because then it's also like certain things are going to make me look much shorter or yeah. like and at that time especially like I feel like it was much more important air quotes like yeah. to really think about how like curvy I looked in certain things yeah and, mm -hmm. like things that were going to make me look a little less square like and mm -hmm. like yeah. you know I also yeah. think that that like definitely brought upon that issue of like, I don't know if you guys have heard the whole like mm. fitting into your clothing versus buying clothing that fits you type of thing. It's like, oh, I will wow. keep pants yeah. even if I've like gained a little bit of weight and yeah. they're like not closing the same way. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, no, 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 I'll fit back into these pants. Yeah. So I also think that like stepped back to my, like back to those days when yeah. I used to do that and really like buy almost like the oversized clothing because they were comfortable like now right. I think when I'm experiencing experimenting with the uh -huh. opposite like I am running still into those same blocks of like dressing for my body type and what that means your quote-unquote exactly. body type yeah and like the quote-unquote shape that you mm -hmm. quote-unquote should want to have or, yeah lots yeah. of quotes <laughs> but it sucks that you know when you get a pair of jeans or like you wear an old pair of jeans and you don't fit into it anymore you're yeah. like I'm gonna lose weight just yeah. so I can fit yeah. into them again why don't you buy new? I just uh, maybe, maybe you don't want. Yeah, and I feel like when yeah. you, you might just be like, 
I mean, this is how it is for me. I feel like sometimes I'm just remembering how I used to feel in something. If I were to fit into the same thing again, it's not, I'm not going to feel the same way. Like it's still, and I find my style evolves so much. I might fit back into those jeans and be like, what, why did I even care about this? I don't wear skinny jeans anymore. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also there were a lot of different trends at the time. I think there were like yeah. a lot of, I don't know what specific trend it was, but I remember really wanting it. Mm. And then when I put it on, it just didn't look right on me. But yeah. because it was so trendy, I wanted it so bad. Yeah. And my mom would be like outside in the changing room and be like, girl, don't get that. Like, yeah, you, that girl, don't do it. <laughs> girl, don't get that. Don't make me buy that. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to pay for that. So it sucks that, you know, sometimes trends make us feel like we have to change our bodies in a certain yeah. way just so we can fit into that perfect category or trend. Yeah. yeah. Especially because they change so quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. And just like I can't change my body that quickly, <laughs> if at all. I used to pray for boobs, you guys, when I was like, <laughs> <laughs> when I was, I'm still <laughs> praying. I am too. I'm like, one day I might just wake up with double D's. Who knows? You never know. Second That's puberty, right? Is. There's another round. I heard. God <laughs> might be really good. We don't know. <laughs> okay. I have a question though. Who do you guys dress for? But you can't say yourself. I know that's the feminist answer, but you're not allowed to say yourself. Who do you dress for? I would like to believe that I dress for myself, but I mm -hmm. don't think that's true. Mm -hmm. If I know I'm walking down a busy street, especially mm -hmm. living in a city, mm -hmm. I want to look cute enough that people will notice me even just for one second. Mm -hmm. If they look at my outfit head to toe mm -hmm. and I want to be that girl wearing the headphones and looking cute, walking down the street, or if I'm hanging out with girls that I know who dress cute, I have to show up and not disappoint. Yeah. I yeah. definitely dress for random strangers. I dress to be the hottest girl at like Walgreens, yes. you know? <laughs> and I feel I'm, like I want to dress so that random people will approach me and ask me where I got my top. Has whatever. that happened? Yeah, it has. And so it's working. <laughs> it's working. You're so I'm doing great <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Yep. I definitely dress for the people who like walk down the street and like stop mm -hmm. you and ask you what you're wearing. You know, like I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know. I'm going to walk through Soho today and somebody's yeah. going to like stop and interview me. Yeah. Like I'm like, I dress for the uh, random strangers and I also yeah. dress for the group chat. I dress definitely. for the group chat. <laughs> the group chat and the girls. And for all my girlfriends who are in my um, comments, like, oh my God, mommy, slay. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. I have one friend who every single photo will comment, yeah. spit in my mouth already and it's just gotten <laughs> to like <laughs> I no one comment, can top it oh my god step on me or the I love step mouth. on me I'm like just step on me already I, oh my god there goes I my have, neck <laughs> I have this friend named Ron who I only know from the internet and I'm trying to find he used to he replies to my stories all the time and he's always like step on me kill me <laughs> okay let's kiss like Oh my god, that's so good. He said he just said I'm incredibly horny now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the type of um uh, hype I need from my yeah. friends. Because if they're not saying stuff on me, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. I'm not going out. Yeah. yeah. I'll literally be a hermit crab in my home. house. But on my on days where I feel 
like I have a lot of confidence, mm-hmm. I dress like the main character. So I channel mm-hmm. the Gabriela Montez from High School Musical vibe. Wow. Where she's wow. just <laughs> so beautiful, but so effortless. And she doesn't even, she doesn't even know that she's beautiful, but all the boys yeah. be chasing her around. And I just, I just live to be the effortlessly cool girl who looks cool, but put together, but also Oh, I didn't really try that hard this morning. So yeah, she's like, Troy, I just really like math. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I just want to go to Stanford. I can't yeah. stay with you. Okay, who who are your guys' fashion icons? That Gabriela Montez is a great one. But yeah, whose style is really formative to you? Mm. I feel like other like other people, like the girls that I follow on Instagram, like it's mm. like I'll see an outfit and I'm like saved. Like you know, other yeah. normal people. <laughs> if you see a save on your picture, just know that yeah. it's definitely me. Like I'm, wow. I'm copying the outfit. It's coming on out for, it's coming. It's coming. Wait, save. You can see who saves your photo. If you have no. a business account, you can see how many people have saved it, but you can't see who saved it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Anna, so that's up. crazy. You just revealed <laughs> yeah. some crazy. I need to stop. I need to. It makes me feel insane. <laughs> Yeah, you can see it. You can see it. Like I saw one of my like one of my Instagram photos had like 32 mm-hmm. likes and I'm like, I'm in a group Ooh. chat somewhere. Mm, I'm in a group chat somewhere. That link is circulating. I did well. I did well. You did. <laughs> I feel like I also live, I like especially when I was like a tomboy, and like yeah. I also got a bunch of sneakers like passed down yeah. from my sister. So it's also mm. like having the older sister to like yes. look up to. Mm. She like played basketball. She was like okay. popular in high school. It's like it was like she was the sporty type. So I think yeah. I also always took inspiration. And that like might be the like skater girl inspiration mm. also part to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And like I was also like dancing have like more heavily at the time. And like mm-hmm. I guess like in like the commercial like hip hop world and mm-hmm. things like that too. Like I lived like when you sat by the mirror and yeah. like the girls who came every week like went to the front and like the yeah. sweatshirt half off the shoulder. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Cargo pant like showing the lining of their like boxer short underneath like it was that style that like looked so like tough but also so like like kind of grungy but so effortless and they like looked so hot so I was like I want to be them yes I think that's where that came from (laughs) I'm so obsessed with this sweatshirt like the one sleeve off or or when it's like the sweatshirt but then you put it over your head but the arms your arms are like still in the armholes Mm -hmm. yeah does that make sense where you make it like a shrug I'm so with that I was talking to my friend Liz about that because she's a dancer too and I was like does that is there like a function there and she's like no it's just a dancer thing just a dancer thing I thought it was because they got hot (laughs) what do you think sweaty (laughs) I think well both you do be getting hot and sweaty and you're also like layering and moving around but like like you're gonna see my shirt today and like (laughs) if I've got a tiny top on underneath or like uh, like graphic tee or something like it also not gonna lie like when you're constantly thinking of like I think how your body looks with other people or like mirrors and all that other stuff like it's also just like kind of how you like like you like the way it moves with your body yes and that goes with like that baggier clothing like I also think it just like brings up this point of like fashion as culture also Mm -hmm. and like hip-hop as culture and like Mm -hmm. hip-hop as aesthetic because it's Mm -hmm. also like I do think that a lot of like outfits are definitely just inspired by by like that urbanization and like sort of like Mm. that classic inner city style so I know that like that's definitely like I've seen both like I've seen both sides to it sort of as a Mm -hmm. dancer but then also Mm -hmm. like I sort of dressed that way anyway like yeah and just seeing kind of like other people dress yeah but it was like interesting it's like interesting to see that like that blurring of those lines yes you know yes I also think it's really cool how like 
like when I would watch Step Up, right? Like I think a lot of these girls, especially those that were like on the hip hop side and like yeah. kind of like yeah. breaking barriers in this ballet mm-hmm. school, like mm-hmm. they're like edginess, they're like coolness and all of that. Like I feel like they blurred that like hyper masculine versus hyper feminine like style mm, like yeah. both when it came to dance but when it comes to fashion too yes. and like that's like a like tangent thought that I've been having like yeah I don't know if it's like also another exploration of how certain styles or like trends are like by nature like more like soft and like airy and feminine mm. and like others mm-hmm. are more like tough and like and like I'm wondering if that's where the cool girl persona comes from you know yeah like is yeah, that where that makes are sense. thinking they're so like cool and edgy like if that's also where like it partially comes from yeah that makes and a lot of sense just having so many different styles um that there's no one cool girl style yes and mm-hmm. I want to capture that so bad so I have all these different styles to match my again 30 different personalities Mm. so I feel like I can go super feminine and then super grunge Mm -hmm. and then if I'm going climbing I'm a crunchy granola girl like all in one day but I don't have one set style the most important thing if I'm seeing new people Mm -hmm. is just looking tall I want to look tall I want to tell you again I don't know what it is in maybe five three or five four so I think mm. we're all petite girls. We're all like the same yes. height. Yeah, <laughs> girly stuff is just not made yeah. for us. But yeah, I was thinking on the style icons question, and I think mine are all characters from movies. So <laughs> one of my first style icons was, I think, Brittany Murphy in Up- Uptown Girls. She's like super feminine, but every piece she wears is like really unique and probably vintage. Have you guys seen that movie? Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. Oh, it's so good. It's so cute. She like, she's basically cute. like this like rich spoiled girl who ends up losing all of her money and she has to become a become a nanny and so the girl that she nannies is Dakota Fanning who is like this like really precocious like super smart and super serious and disciplined child and they basically teach each other I think the tagline was like they teach each other how to act their own age but um yeah at the very beginning of the movie she like wakes up in this gorgeous super messy apartment and she's wearing this stunning fully beaded gown that she's just like taking a nap in and I did look it up and it's 2002 spring summer bloomerine and yeah like it's like literally off the runway all the way back then yeah it's literally from off the runway and she's just like taking a nap in it um and then yeah she just like wakes up and like runs across the street in her little manolas and like hails a cab and it's just like so effortless and so glamorous Mm -hmm. And then later when she becomes a babysitter, she, the first outfit you see her in is she's wearing like a denim midi dress, midi length overall dress. And Mm -hmm. it has like patches all over it. And it's like, she's wearing it with little strappy sandals. And it's like, she's like cosplaying as a babysitter. Like I I imagine her, (laughs) yeah, I imagine her getting dressed in the morning and being like, this is what a babysitter would wear. Like I'm going to be a babysitter. So I need to wear overalls. And then another one, another style icon I thought of is Devin Aoki as (gasps) too fast, too furious, which is all the the best movies. (laughs) Halloween. All the, all the hot girls were Devin. I did it. I did it. But yeah, she's like super grimy, like Y2K, but it's all really feminine and girly at the same time, which I love. Like the first thing you see her, she's wearing chaps basically, but they're bright pink. And I think that's so fun. And I feel like it's like the style that you mentioned IMG, Anna. I feel like it's like brands like that are trying to emulate that now. Something about Devin Aoki as Suki, she is able to embody sexy and cute at the same time. Oh, and she's perfect. I think those are the coolest girls who can still look really sexy, 
but look mm-hmm. really cute doing it at the same time. I just, she's just so hot. So she's so yeah. hot. <laughs> she's insane. She's insane. Those are the type of aesthetics that I aspire to wear. Never have the guts to buy a $300 pair of cut up leather pants on IMG because mm. I know I'm going to wear it once and then never wear it again. So other aesthetics are like the fairy or the Hello Kitty aesthetic. Because mm. I remember watching those fairy Barbie movies. Do you remember the Mary Posa movies? I do remember that. Yeah, it was so cute, and I just super cute. Wanted wings and fl- dress made out of petals, and I just thought that was so cute. But I still what- want that. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> but I feel like blue- was it Blue Marine or another brand that had the that popularized the butterfly style tops? I think that was Blue Marine. Yeah, I feel like my version of like sort of barbie and like fairy aesthetic yeah. is like when that like bar- when like that brats like look came back and when yes. it was like a s- edgy like gothic but like doll look like we yes. were still all dressing like y2k sort of the dolls yes. we played with and i think okay. that's where like IMG also came into play yeah, IMG and sure. dolls kill i think yeah but what like, i also- love what i love about brats is like the white girls are like not the popular ones like exactly. the ones that everyone that's had yeah. is like jade and sasha like Yes, they all have the same face, but I'm like, Jade is so undeniably Asian. Her name is Jade. Like, yeah. she, she's Asian. She's Asian. Jade, like, it's so Jade. rare that you have, like, a like a mainstream, super popular character like that. And I, I don't think it's, like, they marketed, like, and Sasha, was it Sasha who was, like, the other brown girl? Um, I don't think they, like, marketed them more necessarily, but, like, those, the like, the the girls of color were like the most popular and I love that so much yeah because they had the best style like they yes. had the best styling out of all the dolls <laughs> they're just cool they're the coolest they were the I want coolest. a Bratz doll now should I buy one right now over the zoom <laughs> <laughs> how much are Bratz how much are their outfits begs the better question <laughs> why am I not just going to Target and picking up <laughs> yeah boxes of dolls you I feel like you would I was stalking your Instagram before mm-hmm. Like yeah. when we first met yeah. online mm-hmm. and it was French girl vibes. You were yeah. getting super feminine French girl. I used to really love the French girl aesthetic, like Jeanne Demont, Jane Birkin. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I took um, French in college. It was my minor. And so I feel like I just like really honed in on that and was like, mm-hmm. that's my thing. I'm, my yeah. bag is a basket. I have a baguette <laughs> in it. Yeah. But yeah, now that I get older, I feel like all my style icons are Asian girls. Um, but there's a lot of conversation about this already. But I think the issue with aesthetics like the French girl is that they're pretty exclusionary and tend to only allow, you know, white women to participate. Thin white women, we should say, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I recently went back into an old Pinterest board and I realized like all the fashion photos I used to save were of like white French girls. Just kind of a weird feeling looking back. Yeah. But we yeah, it's brainwashed. Been, we were, yeah. It's been like a really big, nice growing experience for me to start to become so much more inspired by girls who look like me. I realize how much easier it is to, to be inspired by the outfits of someone who has like a similar body type to me. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I jotted down a few of my favorite, my other style icons besides my movie characters, but I said Kiko, you know Kiko. <gasps> I am Kiko. I am Kiko. I am Kiko. Love her. Um, Ashley from Best Dressed. She used to be a YouTuber. Now she's like mainly an Instagram girly, but I love mm. her style. Um, Jenny from Blackpink. And yes. then Olivia Rodrigo, who is like super, super Gen Z, but I love it. And she's Filipino. And they all have such distinct styles and they yeah. really hone in on that. What about you, Anna? What's your, what are your aesthetics of choice? I don't know. I feel like, especially with like the growth of 
TikTok like influencers yeah. and like yeah. exposed and like actually being able to see just more people like yeah. put together outfits. Yes. Like, I'm living for like this airiness coming to play mm-hmm. and like the ballet core like type look. Mm-hmm. But I think yes. like on the girlies, like yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of ooh, I'm kind of waiting for sort of like a like a grunge revival happening right now. I right. Think it's and coming. like that, like it's coming. Yeah. It's, coming. it's coming. And then also just like that sort of rom-com aesthetic we were talking about earlier, mm, like Elaine yeah. sort of like dressing like the main character. Cause I just yes. feel like being locked up and like, yes, for like the last year and then just so many other like barriers in the way to, I think people just like feeling like they're like relating the people through fashion, like, yeah, but really playing with like print and like color and like being somebody that like literally thought fashion was like wearing all black when she was like 13. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, ever so slowly like playing with color and like Branching really bright out. colors and stuff you know so I think I'm yeah. like really liking that especially yeah for sure yeah I'm honestly I'm kind of a ballet core girly too you are <laughs> you dance to too. my credit yeah to my credit I do actually take ballet but I feel like it is also similar issue to the French girl aesthetic ballet core is tends to favor super thin women with like a certain body type mm-hmm. or that's like what they see as inspiration but okay. the actual style itself I love it but like mm. I wonder if that's like an extension of sort of like the, the icky you know shortcomings of the dance world as well right mm, like mm-hmm. there are people like the whole not being able to find like tights in your skin tone right. and sort of like how leotards are made to fit your body right so yeah. I'm wondering if like part of that has been passed down into the fashion trend as well yeah so, like definitely. sort of like I don't know I think definitely like it's also icky too like I think just people like mm-hmm. communities going in and out of style you know yeah. like yeah sort of like I don't know how the Kardashians got rid of their BBLs like right. sort of like really brought this shift to oh we're gonna stop you know producing BBL fashion yeah which is like great like on the fast fashion end but at the mm-hmm. same time like they're they're inspired by a body that like they were at least when you were you know getting booty shots and things like that like inspired yeah. by a body that does occur really naturally so same thing yeah. with the ballet girls like I do yeah. feel like it looks splendid you know on like <laughs> mm-hmm. A petite like thin body but I'm also wondering if it's just like an extension of of those you know icky moments with just the dance culture in general yeah no I agree with that 100% super super icky like different body types going in and out of style and -hmm. it just allows fashion companies to continue capitalizing on body insecurities and making people feel like their bodies aren't trending and just overall feeling bad for themselves and then further fueling like the plastic surgery industry mm-hmm. and just further capitalizing on all of that and making women or just self-identifying women just feel really bad about themselves which is not the point of fashion I don't think yeah it's mm-hmm. so weird I feel like with ballet core I kind of feel like my body type is in style right now and it's a really weird feeling because I know my body's gonna go out of style again there's gonna be something else that'll be super popular but I'm still gonna have this body what do you think what what will the trends be like it's I feel like right now it's just super thin but also curvy mm-hmm. do we think that's going to fluctuate more or do you think people one day will just forget about it and just live easy with our lives <laughs> probably not in our lifetime <laughs> Are <we> not? <laughs> I wish that sounds people great like, I think we're just wouldn't like we're not going to see that in this lifetime and I yeah. just think it's because of just how many industries and like things are intertwined in all yeah. like in all of it right because then you mm-hmm. also have like what the effect of social media has been mm-hmm. on yeah. like especially these like last this last decade on mm-hmm. like 
the speed at which I think like the speed at which trends are changing. Cause like yeah, we talked about scary. like getting out of the like runway model industry and yeah. like starting to accept our bodies. And then mm-hmm. we're like body checking on TikTok. Right. So I think that it just it's went like, somewhere else. This is also really bringing up that whole conversation of like, is it just fashion or like, is it just being skinny? Right. Is it just fashion right. or Kendall Jenner? Like, right. I do think cores are really helpful. Like, do not get me wrong. Like, I mm-hmm. think like they help people relate to like each other. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it helps you be like, oh, my individual style like is represented like yeah. in a way. Right. Uh-huh. But I think it's just like the only way it becomes an issue is when it's like prescriptive of a body type or prescriptive mm-hmm. of like an item as opposed mm-hmm. to being like descriptive of like tastes and like personality a lot of runway looks and celebrity looks Mm. are they're just in their house or in their private cars and hotel rooms in their own little bubble if Mm. we were to wear that our bosses our friends (laughs) would be like girl I can see your booty hole (laughs) I can see your booty hole like you cannot be walking around like that yeah so it's just sometimes fashion I think can be in like especially for celebrities in their own bubble Mm -hmm. and then people trying to emulate that it's kind of hard yeah exactly and that's kind of related to so last episode we were talking about devil wears prada Mm -hmm. and how it impacted our childhood greatly Mm -hmm. and I wanted to highlight so one of the great monologues Meryl Streep's character says about Andy's cerulean sweater Mm -hmm. is that trends are reproduced all the time by major fashion houses and these trends slowly trickle down to products being sold by fast fashion companies Mm -hmm. it's like the tiktok effect and i think now things move faster than ever because of social media like something is trendy and then you see it a million more times in a really short span of time and all of a sudden it's not cool anymore um this youtuber that i love her name is nina lay she has this really great video on micro micro trends and how they lead to like obviously a lot of overconsumption and waste because you're trying to keep up exactly okay i think we should do a rapid fire back and forth of some of our favorite films or tv shows with great fashion yes anna please go first as your guest mm-hmm. i would love to know oh um like the Clueless vibes, Winx Club, right? Like I think also the very fairy tale, like Mm. sort of childhood stuff I would watch. Mm -hmm. And then like, let's not, like I think that era of Disney, like as rough as it was on the red carpet, like like, sort of recycling those looks and like kind of like making the Y2K. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to dress like that when I was like 12. And like now I'm like, all right, it's out of style. Like let's play around with it now. Yeah. (laughs) Have you guys seen that video of Selena Gomez where she's like, I put a little blue in my hair because I want to do something crazy for the Tiffany World party. (laughs) I love that. Bring that back. Um, I wrote, okay, I said 13 going on 30, Marie Antoinette, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And especially for me, there's a prom episode in I think season three where she wears this dress that was very formative to me Ooh. it's pink yeah okay mine are kind of similar so high school musical friends nice. <laughs> and a lot of different anime shows like nana i don't know if you guys know what nana is i want to watch that i've heard really good things about it's it so it's like vivian westwood anna sweet oh. and just grunge but also cute at the same time so that is such a vibe okay i'm in it i love Noted. it pencil <laughs> Okay, Anna, we usually end our episodes with our one and only segment, which is called Crush Corner, where we share who we're crushing on right now. Do you want to start? Sure. Um, I obviously want to say myself. Like, no, I'm kidding. I have been crushing on me. You know, I went to the gym. Yeah. Today. I got on yeah. cute. No, that is so um, impressive. my entire for you page has been like 
like Colorado boy, like getting ready with me's in the morning. I don't know how we got to this for you page, but like a really like grungy skater look. And I'm like, maybe my type dress is like me. Like, let's talk about it. Like, yes, (laughs) I love that. Because the TikTok boys have me in a in a in a bit of a crunch this week. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> chokehold in a chokehold. In a chokehold. <laughs> um, I'm crushing on Devin Aoki for obvious yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's so beautiful. I am crushing on Paloma Elsler. Is that how you say your name? Elsesser, I think. Elsesser. She's so beautiful. Oh. She is the epitome of what I try to be in my life. She's so cool. She is skater girl, high fashion, and also her voice is immaculate. Okay, well, that is all we have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. Once again, a big thank you to Anna, the store manager of Bobble House's flagship and resident TikTok girly. She is killing it. You can visit her at Bobble House in NYC, Tuesday to Friday, 12 to 8, Saturday to Sunday, 11 to 8. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.